Good morning. Um, like Jess said, I'm Justin, and this is Student Sunday. Um, it's a big Sunday. We have a lot of students who are going to get up here and speak, and they are a little nervous because this is a lot bigger crowd than you're speaking about, and they're not talking about basketball or fun stuff that just entertains them throughout the day, but they're talking about something how God has challenged them this summer. And it's, uh, this summer has been great. Blake and I, we've learned a lot from the youth. We've learned a lot from these students, um, and we've poured into them too. Um, so today is about them and how God has challenged them, and I'm just going to set the stage for um, what we're doing today. And like I said, um, today is how has God challenged us this summer? What has God put on our hearts? How has God used scripture? How has God used song? How has God used each other to grow us this summer um, since Blake and I have, um, you know, became youth pastor and associate youth pastor and everything that Mark has led up into this time? And I just want to set the stage with myself um, and kind of just tell you how God has challenged me this summer, and then I'm going to have some students come up too. Um, at the beginning of summer, I mean, I got the job, and I was super excited. I love these students to death. But it wasn't really until, I mean, I learned a lot about being selfless from Blake, because Blake is a very good um, example on earth of someone who is selfless, and I'm daily learning from him. And I, we, have, we have strength and weaknesses, and honestly, my strengths are his weaknesses, and his strengths are my weaknesses. So we are a great team. You know, we have little, you know, breakdowns every once in a while, but Blake and I, I enjoy working with him a lot. But um, so the beginning of the summer started, but it wasn't until probably, I would say, three weeks ago, I went to youth camp with First Baptist Church as a student leader. They needed someone, another college leader to go, and I was available, and I really wanted to go, just get an, another viewpoint of, of ministry. Um, so I really, I learned a lot that week, and the main focus of that whole week was the hunger, and their whole youth camp was based around the hunger games, and they had all these activities that were awesome, they were fun, that um, dealt with the reaping, and people getting in their groups, and they had team competitions, but the theme of the week was the hunger, and how we have the truth, and the world needs the truth, they're looking for something to satisfy them, and give them a hunger, um, something that they're hungry for, and we have the answer, we have what they need, um, so the whole week, Mark Cahill was a speaker, he's a great evangelist, and he was telling story after story after story, of how he witnessed to people, celebrities, all the way to waitresses every time he's at a restaurant. It's crazy. And I think about all the times that I miss uh, telling people about Jesus from all his stories he had to say. But the whole week was talking about how we need to evangelize, um, how we need to be ready to um, always have an answer and be prepared in and out of season to give an answer for Christ and, and to share our faith and be prepared. Um, so that week we talk about the truth and how we have it. And then this last, last week at um, Wild Week with our youth group, the very last sermon of the week is what really challenged me, and it was, um, it was on truth. And Ken Freeman was a speaker, and, and what Ken does is he hammers a certain word into your head. And every time he said the word truth or every time he used a scripture, with the, uh, a scripture passage with the word truth in it, we all yelled truth at the top of our lungs. And I think that's, I mean, they can probably pick out five or six scriptures off the top of their head just how much that Ken really drilled into our heads the importance of truth. But that night... Um, this is a verse that's very common, but for some reason I had never let it sink in. I've never had it, like, to touch my heart. But it's John 8, 31 and 32. And just so you know, I'm not a highlighter or an underliner in my Bible. And this is the first verse I've ever underlined in this one, so it meant a lot to me. Um, I, I just, I feel like, I don't know why I don't do it, but I just don't do it. But it's John 8, 31 and 32, and it says, So Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed in him, if you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. And the thing is, 
I always, I try to hide myself in God's truth because the word tells how much truth that this is. This is God's word. And it tells us to, you know, to hide ourselves in it, to know it and to learn it and to live by it. But there's times when I slip up and that, and that night when he was just sharing the scripture and I realized that this truth about truth that I had never really understood or never really grasped kind of spoke to me. And what it was really saying was, what really touched me was that, um, when it says that Jesus was saying to the Jews who had believed. So he's saying to the Jews who had believed in him. So they were saying that he was a follower. But the real important part was, if you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine. So if we continue in God's word, that's when we prove to be his disciple. That's when we're really following him. It's not us just out, you know, worshiping and, and singing songs or coming to church or doing good deeds. It's when we're in his word and we're being obedient. And that's how I've been challenged this summer. And I just want to, I want to relay that to the youth group. But um, so right now what we're going to do is just a few students are going to come up for um, just to share how God has challenged with them. And first up is Jessica Smith. And um, like I said, just this is going to be good. I'm Jessica, and um, God has really been challenging me this summer and just the past couple years with um, just trusting him and waiting for his timing and being satisfied with his love and not rushing something, not rushing things that he's um, asking me to wait for. Uh, it's It's been really hard, but he's just been really asking me just to be content with his love for now and just not to rush things and just to be patient with him and to trust that he has everything under control. And thank you. My name's Ashton, and God challenged me some big things this summer in my life. I used to be really shy when I first came to Christ Community. I soon started to build great relationships with everybody in the youth group. This summer, we went to Radius and Wild Week. I started to grow so much more faith and grace for God. I built relationships and became wiser. The two camps were full of fun and worship. So in that short period of time, I knew that God wanted me to grow and be closer to the youth group and to, be, and to also share my faith and my knowledge for God. When I, when I talk to my friends, I want them to know that Jesus died on the cross for us. He shed his own tears for us, and God loves us so very much and wants us to live in Christ forever. And I have a Bible verse that goes with it. It's Romans 14, 7 and 8. Sorry, I can't see. For none of us lives to himself alone, and none of us dies to himself alone. If we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. morning my name is Sarah this past year and especially this last summer God's really been challenging me just to trust in him and be patient with him and just to keep in mind that he's in control I just finished high school this year and it's uh it's hard to keep in mind that I need to lay down the part of me that wants to be in control and wants to choose which doors to walk through and when to walk through them God's made it really clear that I need to wait on him and just take the time that I have um, not really doing anything right now, um, 
and just to grow in him and get closer to him. He's been really consistent this summer and just reminding me that he is there and he hasn't forgot about me and he's still God. He's still got it under control. Um, something that's really helped me is Proverbs uh, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Uh, I love this these two verses because it just is a constant reminder that I can't do it by myself and I don't need to trust myself to try and do it because I, can't, it, it, I won't get anywhere without him. Um, so just trusting that God's going to be God and he's going to take care of me. Hey, my name is Fowler. Uh, you've probably seen me around. Um, if you were here last week, you'd know that... Uh, According to Pastor Keith, that I'm the guy who beats the snot out of the drums. So, um, yeah, this summer God has challenged me with uh, discerning the Holy Spirit in worship. And um, if the feeling we get during worship, is it really the Holy Spirit or just the effect the music has on us? Um, because I, I think we sometimes confuse the Holy Spirit with, um, with an emotional high. Um, I, I believe emotions fade, but a true encounter with the Holy Spirit changes lives. Um, so the Lord is teaching me the difference between emotion and a true work of the Holy Spirit. Um, so that's why I'm questioning what the feeling really is. And I have to ask myself, what is my motivation behind raising my hands in praise? Is it the, emotion, is it the emotional impact of the music or is it really the Holy Spirit? Um, so God has challenged me this summer to discern if my worship is set on Him and Him alone. Hey, my name is Ashley, and if you don't know me, I've been at Christ Community roughly my whole life. And what God has challenged me with this summer is understanding what surrendering all means. And the subject came up one day during Wild Week when one of the guys in our youth group asked what that means. And Blake has taught us that surrendering all means just giving everything up for the glory of God. And I play football, and... If I'm not playing football for the glory of God, then what's the point of even doing it? And that goes for school and even, even going to church. People go to church and they're not even Christians, so what's the point of going to church if you're not going to glorify God? And that's what he's challenged me with this summer. Hi, uh, I'm Joel Hunt. Um, I'm from Montgomery, obviously, but... Uh, I, well, I first started coming here when I was a little baby. I mean, I was basically like, dedicated in here, and then my parents left and went to Grace Worship Center, but I started coming back here two years, uh, yeah, two years ago, but I actually started coming to church this year, like, for Sunday. So. But anyways, back to what I was going to talk about. Um, <laughs> um, what God has really showed me this year is that I have not been imitating, like, as it, at the beginning of the summer, I reread my scripture journal, and I wrote down Ephesians 5.1, and then I really, that really struck home again, I mean, like, I wrote it down back in March, it didn't really mean anything, but I, I wrote it down, because it was a good verse, but I, I didn't really know what it meant, but then God showed me at the beginning of the summer that I wasn't really imitating him with everything that I did, so Ephesians 5, 1 is, it says, Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children, and live, 
uh, and live a life of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up as a fragrant aroma and sacrifice to God. I mean, basically, I mean, it's like the simplest thing. It's just saying that be like Christ and then imitate him in everything that you do. And that's basically what I haven't been doing this year, and that's basically what God has challenged me with this whole summer. My name is Brianna, and I'm going to the seventh grade, and I'm 12. God's challenge for me is not only to be able to forgive my dad, but also my friends. Being able to forgive isn't easy, and God really challenged me with this because I've been angry with some of my closest family and friends for a very long time. It was one of the toughest things to do. It was also good because I felt like I grew closer to God. I forgave them so that I could spend time and try to build our relationship stronger. And one thing that really relates to the story is Colossians 3.13, which says, Bear with other and forgive one another if you... Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Hi, I'm Charity Smith. I'm 15 years old and I'm going into the 10th grade. And this is really hard to open with one hand. Um, (laughs) Over the last couple months, God has put it on my heart to find a place to build a better relationship with him. Um, Over the summer, I've had the opportunity to work on it. I've gotten encouragement from our youth group and from the leaders there, and um, it's just really easy to see how much they love God, and it's an encouragement for me to find that place in myself. Um, Sometimes it's just the smallest things that the youth group does. Like, they'll post a Bible verse on Facebook, and it encourages me to read my Bible. And um, recently I read a verse, and it's Jeremiah 29, 13. It's kind of um, answered my question about how to get a better relationship with God. And it says, um, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And it just kind of reminded me that if I'm not seeking him wholeheartedly, I'm not going to find him anywhere. And... um, It just reminds me of Radius Camp when we went a couple weeks ago. Um, I got there, and they asked us what we wanted out of the week, and my answer was I wanted a better relationship with God, and I wanted to be able to grow in him. And um, when I get home, I don't want to just be like back to everyday life, you know, because it's not cool. Um, And so um, at the end of the week, I kind of felt like I had a better relationship with him, and I got home, and boom, it was gone. So um, I came to church that next Sunday and just saw like some of my leaders at youth group and the youth and everybody at this church just praising God and it put the fire back in me. And um, so I kind of got back to that place. And um, a verse that I use for encouragement is um, it talks about how God won't forget us Um, even if you kind of get astray and you can't find your way back, he doesn't forgive us. It's Isaiah 49. It's the end of 15 going into 16. It says, I will not forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. Um, maybe by next time this year or even sooner, I'll be able to say that I have the relationship that I want with God 
And I mean, I'm never gonna get to that place, but I know I will get closer. So thank you to everyone who's been part of my growth in Christ, and thank you for everybody that comes to this church and encourages me every Sunday. Hey everybody, uh, my name is Kristen Hedges, and um, when um, Blake and Justin started first talking about our struggles that we went through this summer, it was very apparent what I was going to be, what mine was. Um, last year, we I, I grew up in Idaho, and last year we moved to Canada because that's where my dad was from. Um, he had a really great job lead, and his family was over there, so we were all pretty excited to be. Um, I, I, was, I wasn't wanting to leave home, but I was excited to see something new for a change. Um, and we got there, and the peop, um, my dad's job interview, they had said that he can't have that job anymore, um, that he didn't have the right paperwork because his training was done in the United States and not in Canada. And it would take like a good two years for him to get that paperwork. And so um, that job lead was done, and the family relationships that we had hoped to have they didn't turn out as well as we had hoped. So we're, we're stuck in Canada. <laughs> and there's no end in sight. We're, we're stuck there. We're, we're struggling. Um, through that, we were, I had been enrolled in a public school. And it was, it was very different than the public schools I had been in. Um, the, the influences there were extremely powerful. <laughs> and it's, it's so easy to give into in to temptations. Um, when you're around people um, so much of your life and, and you're confused on what God's doing with your life. And so it was easy for me to give in to those temptations and I totally disregarded my relationship with God that I had somewhat had. Um, and so I had been, so through the school and through the troubles we had been going through with Canada, I had very little faith with God. Um, then out of the blue, my dad's like, we're packing up and we're leaving. <laughs> I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> we're stuck in Canada and, and now we're leaving. And so I was like, where are we going? He goes, well, I think we're going to Alabama. <laughs> are, are you kidding me, right? <laughs> like, we're, I, I, you know, my family's here, the Smith family. Um, they, the three girls have spoken. And I was like, well, you know, what else can go? <laughs> so we packed up to Alabama and... I, I will fully admit I was mad at God because I had no idea what he was doing with me. And I wasn't, I wasn't wanting to know what he was doing with me. I was like, like you know what, you, you've, you've done enough in my life, you know, to hurt me. There, there's no way I'm going to be trusting you. And we got here, and I was introduced to so many people who had such strong faith with God. Even though the troubles that they have been through, they were all, you know, they were giving their lives to God. And I was still confused. I was like... <laughs> You know, how, how are you so accepting of, of the struggles, but you have so much faith? Um, and so I had gone to Radius Camp one of the first weeks I was here. Or I guess it was a couple weeks into. And there I was, I was surrounded by Christian people, and it, it was awesome. I was on that camp high. Like, it was awesome. And I was, I was starting to trust that God's doing what, you know, he needs in my life. And I got back, and I, I was totally in his word, and I was... You know, I was given that to him, um, but I, th I just think the hardest struggle that I had gone through was, you know, just giving it to God, no matter what's going on, um, understanding that his will is more powerful, 
And without him, you, you can be like almost nothing, like you are nothing. You're, you're going to have the hardest time going through what you're going through if you don't have him and you don't trust what he's doing with your life. So thank you. My name is Blake, and God really changed a lot in my life this summer. He taught me about some of the influence around me. I realized that I was beginning to separate myself from the good influences to the bad influences. The bad influences that I was starting to put myself around began to change me. Then, when I went to Radius and Wild Week, God really started speaking to me. He was telling me to keep my faith strong, and I could conquer any of my struggles. I am now beginning to read my Bible every night to learn more about God's Word and worship Him more. This is how God changed me this summer. Thank you. Hi, um, I'm Tuan. Um, God challenged me um, this summer to have more faith in Him because He knows that I believe in Him and He knows that I know He's alive. God gave me faith to trust what He's saying. Every Wednesday and Sunday, even that counts. When me and my youth group are worshiping God, I believe in His Word and I study His Word. God let me grow so much in His faith that I can, he completely changed my life by studying him and talking to him and praying and reading my Bible more often. God brought me so far that I don't want to turn back. And um, this key that we made at while we represented faith has unlocked my dreams. And I'm so happy that I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. And accepting Christ was one, was one great choice that changed my life. I have a vibe. And I have a Bible verse that goes with that. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3 and 6. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out what was visible. Verse 6. And without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he will reward those who honestly seek him. Thank you. I'm Ty, and I'm 15. I'm going to the ninth grade. And this summer, God has worked in my life to worship him. Not to worship him just at church on Wednesdays and Sundays, but to worship him, worship him in my everyday life like at school or hanging out with friends or anything, just to glorify him in everything I do. Um, and that's what God's worked in me this summer. Thank you. Hey, my name's Evan, I'm 15, and this summer God has challenged me with like, I used to doubt God at the beginning of the summer and I just let temptation rule my life and I did whatever made me look cool. But this summer, uh, Ty introduced me to Christ Community Church, and uh, I met Blake. We started to hang out a lot, and we all become good friends. And so Blake invited me to Wild Week. And on the first night of Wild Week, I was saved under the preaching of Ken Freeman. And from that point, like, I didn't doubt God anymore. And from that point, I didn't doubt God anymore. Like, I believed everything he said and all his word and stuff like that. And uh, when, like, when I got back, all my perspective, 
all my perspectives changed and I wanted to like do good stuff and I wanted to worship 24 seven rather than just at church. And I wanted to act like a Christian all the time at home, everywhere I went rather than just at church and then be cool in front of my friends. I just started acting like a Christian 24 seven. And that's how God has challenged me this summer. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Brandon, and I've been attending Christ Community for almost two years. Um, during my first year here, I was ending the sixth grade, and uh, I was going to the seventh grade, and um, I had little faith. I, I knew who God was. I knew who he was. I, um, I really didn't study my word, his word. I didn't really come to church as much, and uh, I wanted to grow closer to God and build my faith, but during the my eighth grade year, I had uh, no faith at all or intentions to praise God. So from the transition from, well, in seventh grade, I really wanted to build my faith. But going into the eighth grade, it was a, uh, it was a big struggle because I fell into influence and uh, um, a lot of depression had kicked in due to uh, family issues and personal struggles. And um, into the eighth grade, I just... I quit going to Christ Community, and um, uh, I lived this lifestyle until the year ended. So from my entire eighth grade year, I had no faith at all. And then finally one day, I decided that um, I wanted to build this faith back, that uh, this, this, is, this is not the way to live. So I, I returned to Christ Community around the time of May, and I... Uh, I came to a um, the Wednesday night, the Illuminate, and I met Blake Harrison, who I'd never seen before, and uh, I had no idea of the impact he would have on my life. And on that same night, I asked to continue leading worship, because when I went before, I did lead worship. And he said, sure. So that same night, I led worship. And uh, later that night, I realized that I didn't really know what worship was, and uh, I wanted to learn. So from then, that point on, I, uh, I really started listening to his teachings, and I really paid attention to what he said. And then I started speaking with him privately about all of Christianity itself and what it really meant to worship. And then I learned that um, I really I didn't know anything. I actually I was not a Christian at all. I, I learned that I wasn't a Christian at all, and um, that's, that's hard. That's really tough because... I mean, what if you realize the things that you thought you knew were true? Then what what's true at all? If you if you realize that nothing that you knew is good, so he taught me about all of these um, all these uh, these things I need to know and how what it really meant to be a Christian. And he brought up the topic of being reborn. And then I, from that point on, I realized that I I'm to be reborn as a new Christian. And um, through this, I started studying my word. I uh, I found lots of verses that relate to my situation, and um, I found this one in Colossians three that says that um, uh, there? then if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting with the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ. So since that point on, I feel like I'm a new Christian. 
built through Christ, with Christ, for Christ. And that's what God has been challenging me with this summer.